Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. And welcome in. We've uh, got a great show for you today, and uh, looking forward to it. we got a lot to, uh, to get in here. We're talking ducks, we're talking dove, we're talking sandhill cranes. Yeah. I was looking for another D there. <laughs> Could have called this triple D. <laughs> ducks, dove, and cranes, sandhill cranes. But um, uh, first we want to talk about some current events. Uh, du- uh, Mr. Don King is co-hosting with me today. I noticed that almost Doug thing. Yeah, right there, almost going there. <laughs> almost That's a hard Doug. habit to break. I'm kind of missing Doug Markham. Yeah. He's enjoying retirement, though, from what I hear. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. But uh, So let's let's hit some current events. Uh, first, I w- want to mention the uh, the hunting guide. Doug, yeah. Or Doug. I said it again. Don's got the hunting guide <laughs> right in front of him, and uh, it's the it's the uh, work version. Yeah. If, if you're watching online, it's kind of dog-eared, and it's got notes pasted all over it and scratches and scrawls everywhere. But uh, anyway, the cover... I'm really excited about this cover because uh, we wanted to let folks know that we're including waterfowl regulations this year. The, the feds decided they could decide the framework earlier in the, in the season setting, so we were able to get that information and include it all in one book. So anyway, we've got Annie on the front cover. Yep. She's a lab retrieving a mallard right there, and uh, actually she is the... the the family member of Danny Stone. Sadly, she has passed away, but we have her emblazoned on the front cover yeah. of, of of our hunting guide coming up, so it's, we're proud to have her there. It's an awesome picture. The water flying everywhere, and yeah. she's running through the water. It's pretty cool. So if you're at Walmart or a licensed agent and uh, going to pick up the hunting guide, that's what you're looking for. They should be in, in there now. Yeah, so... Um, and also, tnwildlife.org, it's definitely going to be there. Uh, yes. You've got that option as well, tnwildlife.org. Look for the hunting guide. Um, and uh, make sure you're current and ready to go for this next season for the uh, hunting, trapping, waterfowl. That's so, right. Uh, let me look at my notes here. We've got a few things, current events. Uh, the elk raffle still going on. Yes. Uh, make sure if you want to participate in that to um, – to go to twrf.net. Yes, that's our foundation's website, and they're they're handling the uh, the majority of the the tickets that are sold. Uh, you can also buy them if you're buying your license. Uh, you'll also have an opportunity there too with the gooutdoorstennessee.com. Uh, okay, so, that's right. So either place you can do that, and uh, and the the proceeds all go to a great cause, the elk, the elk program, elk restoration. <laughs> yes. And uh, we've uh, we re- reintroduced elk in 2000, and yeah, and, that's right. Uh, it was a cold morning, the as elk I recall. Are, elk are doing well, so there's that. And then uh, we're going to be talking about sandhill crane uh, draw today. Got that on my list, and ducks and doves. So let's go ahead and jump to it, uh, get into it, and we have Mr. Jamie Federson with us. I'm going to pan out so we can see him. There about, he is. How about camera two? Hey, guys. All right. There we are. All right. So, uh, Jamie, our migratory game bird program leader, we're happy to have you, and thanks for taking taking time out of your day to jump in here with us. No, thanks for having me. Um, first, let's let's hit Sandhill Crane. I tell you what, let's back up. Let's hit the duck first because okay. that duck draw is going to happen. Um, 
yeah. early. It's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, uh, August fourth. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've got uh, several management areas around the state that uh, we do uh, hand draws for blind sites. Mm-hmm. Um, got too many to list here. Uh, I think we're trying to get that information up on our website. But uh, yeah, um, you you got to be 16 to enter the draw. Um, you can put in your application. Uh, lots of different areas around the state. Uh, we've got some really good waterfowl areas. Uh, I know that the, the on-the-ground area manager has been doing a, a you know, really bang-up job trying to, to get some real good habitat. And, mm-hmm. you know, they guys out west have had some tough conditions rain uh-huh. rained a lot earlier in the growing season so right. but you know they're, they're they're working through it and they're you know they're getting some 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 good some good vittles on the ground for the ducks all right so, um, awesome but yeah so august 4th um just check our website we're going to try and get that information up as to where you should go for which area you'd like to get a blind for right and the seasons and, and dates and all that stuff can be found in our new hunting guide. Yeah, um, if you want, I can rattle them off real sure, quick. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, for the regular duck season. We're looking at uh, December. Well, we always statewide. We always open up the weekend before Thanksgiving. So there's, okay. uh, you know, it'll be open to November 24th and 25th, and then it'll close. But it'll open up again on December 1st and run through the last Sunday in January, which this year is uh, the 27th. January 27th. Okay. So you got 60 good days of duck hunting. Awesome. All right. And on the hill, or I guess before that, you got the early wood duck and teal season? Yeah, we sure do. We got, uh, you know, a good opportunity to, 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 to get your duck your duck juice is flowing. Um, <laughs> we've got a, a short season in September. We've got a five-day wood duck teal season. Starts on September 8th, runs through September 12th. And then we got another four days after that that's just teal only. So this is a, a, another special opportunity that we get uh, from the from the Fish and Wildlife Service. Lots of blueing teal populations are real high, so they've given us an extra four days for just teal. So Good okay. deal. You know, nine days in September to shoot uh, wood ducks and teal. Also, you've got Canada goose as well. You can, oh yeah, you yeah. can you can shoot Canada geese from September first to um, to September sixteenth. Um, five geese in, in your bag there. So. What was the bag on early duck? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it, no, it's uh, it's it, the the daily bag is six, but okay. no no more than two can be wood ducks. Okay. So you you know two wood ducks and four teal is is the best you can do. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Is that all the information we want to cover on ducks? I think so. Yeah, probably. All right. Let's it. move on. Sandhill Crane sure. draw, the handheld draw, is coming up the the next weekend on August the 11th. And uh, I know that's a well-attended event, and yeah, some it, things have changed there. That's a, that's that's an event that's been growing for sure. You know, first few years we've been we've been issuing tags, three tags apiece to about 400 people, and it's been right about 400 people for the first four years. Last year, uh, jumped up, we had about 570 people show up. For, wow! So we had a lot of people go away empty-handed and disappointed. Um, and we found at that point that uh, where we were, the the Birchwood Community Center. Uh, in Birchwood. Uh, when oh, I heard about the, the change of venue, <laughs> I thought, oh, no, I <laughs> well, love that Birchwood yeah, Center. Yeah, that Birchwood Center is great, and the, and, the, and the ladies over there that run that place, they're, they're so nice to yeah. us, and they're so happy for us to come over there and, and be part of the event. But 
then know. I got to thinking about the parking, and then, yeah. and then it all made yeah, sense. Yeah, we just kind of outgrew it. Uh, you know, too many people, too many vehicles. It's not a big parking lot. So we really had to look for a new venue. Uh-huh. And, and, and I am disappointed for the fo- for, for those nice ladies that, that run that, that center, but we just had to. So we're going to be at the Ray County High School in Evansville. Uh, you know, the facility should be able to accommodate the parking and the number of people that we expect to get. Uh, you know, we had 570 people. Now, that's just 570 people that applied. Right. That doesn't count, you know, the spouses mm-hmm. and the kids yeah. that come with them. And so, I mean, there's actually it's a lot. It's an event. Yeah, it, it, there, it is an event. It really is. And um, so we just, we needed something to you know, accommodate more people. And with that, we're actually able to accommodate more hunters. We're, we've right. got more tags that we can issue. So that's a good thing. Uh, we have a total of 14, 1,437 tags that we're going to issue this year. And at three tags a hunter, that's 479 hunters are going to get tagged. So we're going to give 79 more hunters tags this Great. year at that awesome. event. And I fully expect that we'll give them all away. Uh, that we will issue all of them at right. that event, but just based on the numbers. I fully expect we're going to be above 600 people this year. And if those uh, aren't given away, they fall into the computerized. Yeah, right? yeah. So if on the off chance, the really weird chance that we don't issue all of the <laughs> tags, that's strange chance. Yeah, I just, I really don't think that's going to happen. It's something major, you know, earthquake or you know <laughs> floods or something. I, I don't know. It's something keeps something them away. I don't know. Maybe Peyton Man is in, in town and everybody wants to go see Peyton. But um, yeah, in the off chance that we have tags that we don't issue at the hand draw, we'll put those in the statewide computer draw. Okay. And so uh, last year that was something new that we started. Um, we have an opportunity to issue more tags to more folks, so we decided to expand it statewide. So last year we had a, you know, it was the first year that we did statewide. Um, we have some places other than that southeast crane zone where you can harvest cranes. We've got near Hopin Refuge up uh, in the northwest um, portion of Tennessee. Uh, okay. Woods Reservoir down at, by AEDC. I wasn't familiar with those populations that they were that yeah, that but many spread out. Yeah, the, and so we do. We've got populations. They're they're not nearly as big as what we get over sure. at at Hawassi Refuge or you know over in in Ray uh, Ray and Meigs County, but uh-huh. um, but we we do get fair numbers of them. Yeah. So we issued twelve hundred tags last year to twelve hundred individuals mm. statewide, and it was uh, it was the information that we got back from, uh, you know, people are supposed to return their tags to us, checking in their birds, and then we have a postseason survey, which right. I'd like to, we need to we'll chat at that. the end. Yeah. Um, you know, we got some good information about how people were hunting these birds, and we got a lot of information that said a lot of folks head over to the crane zone to use these tags. Well, that, and that's fine, because the statewide tags can be used anywhere, including, including the, the crane zone. There you now, go. the crane zone tags can only be used in the crane zone, the ones to hand draw right. can only be used there. But the statewide ones, anywhere, a lot of people are going there. But, you know, we, uh, we think a lot of that is because they've been hunting there for a while. There are established guide services. Uh-huh. People around that area know what they're doing. So when you want to hunt something, what do you do? You get with folks that know what they're doing. Right. And we think that's why a lot of people were headed that way. A lot of comment that we got also um, unsolicited, you know, we said, well, sort of solicited. We have the little comments line that we always do on every survey. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of input was, hey, it would be great if I could get more than one tag. We got a lot of that comment and we got a lot of feedback. So we 
we're going to accommodate that. Right. This year, we've got uh, 1,274 tags that are going to go into this computer draw, uh, and we're going to let each person that's selected have two tags. So 637 people are going to get tagged. Now, that's half the number, about a little more than half the number of people that got them last year. Mm-hmm. But, but more opportunity. But, yeah, each individual is going to get um, the chance to harvest two birds. So, and I get it. You know, you get a you get uh, you get a hunter that's over in Memphis, and if that person's going to drive, you know, three or four hours over to, you know, Ray County, or even even up to uh, right, Hoppy and right, is a pretty good ride. It, it is. There. It's a good yeah. jump for them. That's a couple hour drive. Yeah. So if they're going to go up towards, you know, Hop in Refuge up 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 in O'Brien County, uh, you know, two birds. Yeah, is is a little bit more worth their time. Yeah. I think worth the hop. It is. Well, <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I'm gonna, sorry. I wasn't going to say it, but you know. So so yeah, it, it it's sort not of, just a hop, a skip, and a jump. <laughs> well, all right, there we go. <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah, so we're going to be issuing uh, successful applicants two tags, and and that'll be good. We're we're excited to see how that goes. Um, and uh, so that that drawing, uh, the application period for that starts on September fifth. And you got to get your application in before uh, I think it's midnight on the 26th of September. Okay. So, and awesome. Then, and yeah, and then people will be notified shortly after that. So we've covered how many and the number of people. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. So the test. Do you have to take a test? Yeah. Um, so everybody who gets a everybody who receives a tag has to take a, an identification test. Just so you don't. Yeah, accidentally shoot a whooping crane. Well, or right, it's to make sure that you know what you should that you know the difference between a, a whooping crane and a great blue heron and a sandhill crane. Right, and, and uh, you got to get a hundred percent on that test, and um, you know it's 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 not an easy test, but you can take it as many times as you need to take it to pass it, mm-hmm. and um, and and it's required for you to write your your test validation number on your tag in order for your tag to be valid. Uh-huh. So. Um, that you know, people can go to our website for that tnwildlife.org, um, and you know, just negotiate to the Sandhill Crane page, and we've got the identification test link there. Uh, but the other big thing too with Sandhill Cranes is uh, is we require a postseason survey from everybody. So everybody, regardless of whether they harvest a crane or not, mm-hmm. if you were issued a tag. You've got to fill out one of these surveys and uh, and send it back into us, because knowing that you didn't even hunt is valuable information right. for us. Oh yeah. So that's how we get at our effort data, and that's how we figure out things like can we up the number of tags for folks, or how do we redistribute tags if mm-hmm. we need to, things like that. So it's really important for our process, and those surveys are what got more tags going to the crane zone, more tags going statewide and how more how the hunters are going to get more tags per, you know, more tags per hunter as yeah. by returning these. So people have until I think it's like 10 days after the season. I think we said February 10th we uh-huh. need to receive these surveys by and if we don't get them by then you're disqualified, you're ineligible oh. from participating in any Sandhill Crane draw the following year. Okay. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so there's some... I mean, there's we, some new information. Yeah, I mean... Incentive we, right there. Yeah, I mean, we, we really... Uh, that's how serious we take the survey. Uh-huh. I mean, we really need that information, so... Well, and it shows how serious we are about getting information back from the public. Yeah. I mean, we we do want to know and yeah. get your ideas and your thoughts, and mm-hmm. we take surveys and have comment periods for 
all the different kinds of seasons, right. fishing, hunting, whatever. So, yeah. and that and was we, and great we, that you guys listened to the hunters yeah. and and you know were able to work it out yeah. so that they could, you could accommodate what they were asking for. Yeah, sure. I mean, and, and we I, we wouldn't have been able to do that, or we would have had a, a much harder time justifying that. I think if we didn't have that survey data. Yeah. So that it's really. Um, that's really a, 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 a major importance for us to get that and, 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 a, and, and a real benefit to the hunters right. by providing that information to us. So mm-hmm. they, they really gave it to themselves by providing the information. Uh-huh. So Awesome. Good on them. Well, let's see. Following up uh, not too far behind August the 11th and the, and the St. Hill Crane stuff is uh, September 1st. Mm. Dove season starts. Yeah, that's a... Uh, you know, I've come to learn that's a that's a grand holiday. It's a, big, it's a, that's big a grand deal. holiday in Tennessee. It's I, almost I, as much big as the first opening day of the ball season, right? I mean, I've 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 heard that uh, that there are school districts that close down on why not on September. Well, they're not going to need to this year because September first <laughs> yeah, is on a Saturday. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So this year, September. So, sorry, kids, they're you're going to have to. You've year. got a full week of school. Yeah, you're going week. to school, but uh, yeah, so. September 1st at noon is when the dove season starts, and uh, we've got, we'll have, uh, many of our WMAs will have fields ready to go. Uh, I know that um, there are lots of sunflowers that got planted this year. Uh, we we were fortunate enough to work with Ducks Unlimited this year, and they got us, uh, man, I think we got about, oh, 120 bags of sunflower seeds. Oh, wow. That uh, didn't cost us any money. They were donated to Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited got them to us. We got them to the management areas. So I know that there's plenty of management areas that have sunflowers right awesome. now. Awesome. And been talking with the guys in the field, and they say their fields are looking pretty good. And if you so, want to go see those sunflowers, right now is a good time to go check out the sunflowers yeah, before cause, they because I think the they're get on them. right. They're just about you know most of them are probably just about blossomed out or maybe might be right past it. I know mine. At, at home have just reached that point where uh-huh. the head is lopping over and mm-hmm. the birds are starting to, to get on it. So, yeah, the fields are probably still probably looking pretty right now. But um, so, look, you know, we'll have that information on our website as soon as we can. We're, we're working with the WMA folks to get that information up there. We also do um, we have a program where we lease uh, some hunting access uh-huh. with uh, private landowners. And so we. Uh, we have um, staff that goes around, and if they see, you know, somebody's got a nice uh, harvested grain field, like a corn field or a sunflower field or, or something else that looks like it's going to hold a, a decent amount of doves, we'll approach that landowner, or that landowner can approach us, and, um, and we'll lease them, we'll, we'll pay them for access on their property right. for, you know, uh, three to five days uh-huh. right at the beginning of September. Uh, opening day, and then usually it's like opening day and a couple of other days um, or throughout the next week and weekend. So um, at the, right now I think we're currently leasing at, at a rate of about $75 an acre up to 40 acres. We'll only pay, we you know, regardless whether the field is 100 acres or 40 acres, the most we're going to pay for is 40 acres, so $75 an acre. And then if if uh, if if the landowner top sows that field with winter wheat, we'll throw another $15 per acre on top. So wow. um, so so a landowner could be reimbursed like up to $3,600 for allowing us to have dove hunts on on their piece of property. Uh-huh. You know, 
uh, for five days. And so, a lot of times those leases are last minute, aren't they? Yeah, eleventh hour. So yeah, because we you know we we want to lease fields that good are fields. yeah we, that's it. We want to lease good fields. We want to lease fields that you know have have got good habitat, but birds are using right. Them. And so it doesn't do us any good to pay a bunch of money and there's not a you know, there's no yeah. birds there. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of times we're you know, right at the 11th hour, making sure that there are birds on those fields before we execute those contracts. And because of that, we can't get the information onto our website, you know, as quickly as we would probably really like to. I mean, ideally, it'd be great if we could have it all up there 10 days before the season starts. But really, what I what I tell people is, check every day right up until the end, yep. right up until the season starts, you know, August 30th. Do we go to 31st? June, February, March, April, May, June, July. 31st. So August 31st. <laughs> there you go. And um, to learn that trick. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, check up until August 31st because you know we might get a field in your backyard and you you won't know it. And Even it, the morning of opening day. Potentially, you know? it's yeah. happened. Yeah, yes. I mean that ha- it's happened in the past, but I, you know we really don't like to to do that. Yeah. But, but yeah, just keep on checking back on our website. We're updating it as quickly as we get those fields signed up. We get them onto the website. You know, we'll have maps, and you know, the, our GIS folks are always updating that interactive map. That, and, yeah. and so, you know, it's yeah, it is just a matter of check frequently um, because things that is one that is a moving target. Things right. are yeah. changing all the time with those leased fields. Well, we get those GPS coordinates a lot of times, and that's how they find the fields. and yeah. and gotta make sure those are as tight as can be so people can make it to those yeah yeah those fields and 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 we did and the hunters depend on these a lot of them and then the the wma fields so it, they're important to the hunters yeah and we appreciate the landowners yeah. the farmers yeah the nice know. thing too is uh you know um our gis folks do a really good job of keeping that stuff up to date uh, you know you can click on those wma fields and it'll tell you like the type of crop that's there, how many acres, right. access points. Um, I think you get that too with the least fields. But again, it's you know it's it's eleventh hour. You got to be checking constantly uh-huh. for it. But uh, you know having that information, it is really cool to know that you're going to a field that's you know uh, harvested corn with winter wheat sown over it or something like that. You know just knowing what you're getting into. Sure. It's good. You know a lot of a lot of a lot of hunters like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. To plug the GIS folks one more time, they do a great job with just all the maps. Yeah. Go to our website, tnwildlife.org. There's boat ramp, fishing ramp, or yeah. fishing access, boat ramp access maps, WMA maps, and they're more they're all interactive now. And it, yeah. you know, it's pretty cool. You can find yourself on the map with your phone. Yeah, you, know, you can. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> you got yeah. lost. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't lost. <laughs> we won't say it was lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with yeah. you. Uh, Anything else going on upstairs uh, in the wildlife world that we want to cover before we close out today? Oh man, uh, there's there's always a lot of stuff going on up there. Uh, I know that, you know, James Kelly, our our deer management program leader, there he's been working hard on you know developing a strategic plan with this deer management team, and they're constantly uh, you know CWD working mm-hmm. on response plans and, and and working on you know surveillance plans. He's got that going on. Uh, Roger Applegate, he's been he's our our small game and fur bear guy. He's been uh, he's been working with a quail team. They're developing a strategic plan for quail, and they've got some good quail focus areas and some good areas that are coming online and producing a lot more quail. And he and I have collaborated on a on a on a project that uh, we're going to start probably. 
I think it's probably a little too soon to start this hunting season, but I think next hunting season we're going to start a, a small a small game fur bear and waterfowl hunter survey. So another cool. survey, okay. but you know that'll be um, next year. Maybe we'll talk about okay. it more next year. Yeah. But you know he and I are working on that. Um, oh, a couple of cool things. Uh, oh, so let me finish plugging the rest of the, Go ahead. the rest of the group. Joy Sweeney, our turkey program leader, again. You know, we've got lots of teams working on strategic plans, and she's been doing a good job working with her team and and and, and uh, coming up with some uh, long-range plans for turkey management. Uh, they've got a big research project. I know you guys talked with her a couple months ago yeah. about mm-hmm. it. Um, she's been on a couple times. Yeah, uh, Brian Chandler's our forestry uh, coordinator. He's got some, you know, hired some new staff, and he's got some exciting things going on as well. Um, but uh, one other cool thing, uh, I want to kind of need to plug Ducks Unlimited a little bit. Uh, I've been working with those guys. Uh, they have. We are working on a on a on a project that's gonna inst- that's gonna put some wells in at Eagle Lake Refuge over in Shelby County, and at John Tully WMA over in um, man, what county is that? It's over. Right on the right on the Mississippi River, and I can't remember right what county it is. Memphis, there. Yeah, it's a little north of there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, those Ducks Unlimited, we they were able to come up with about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Wow. And um, you know, just to sort of put give you the, the short run of it, you know, you got you guys know about Pittman Robertson money, mm-hmm. but you know, for the folks who don't aren't familiar with what Pittman Robertson money is, when when you buy hunting equipment and bullets and guns and things like that, there's uh, a part of what you pay is a, is a tax, an excise tax that goes into, it goes to the Fish and Wildlife Service and it goes into a sport restoration fund. And that money comes back to the state wildlife agencies in a proportion that the state... Um, Based on licenses, yeah, well, it, number of hunters. Well, it's based on the number of hunters, but also the amount of excise tax that's generated from your state mm-hmm. on those products. Plays into that, too. Yeah. So we get, you know, millions of dollars off of this excise tax that, that, is, that our agency is eligible to use. In order to use it, you've got to match it with non-federal money. So state license dollars mm-hmm. um private donations from like organizations like ducks unlimited so they got us 120,000. we can match it three to one wow so we've got you know close to a five hundred thousand dollar project that we're putting wells on these properties to make sure that these wetland areas have water on them when the ducks arrive and this is a good thing and so i think yeah. it's sort of a a long-term project that i'm working on with ducks unlimited to to do more of these projects in the state. So uh, something I'm really excited about, Ducks Unlimited is excited about it, and we're moving forward with some good projects. Good deal. Thanks, yeah. Ducks Unlimited. Yeah. And uh, thank you And well, and, and, and for thanks, being here. Thanks to the hunters who, like, you know, buy licenses and bullets and guns and yeah. all kinds of equipment because yeah. that money comes back to us and we use it for wildlife restoration. Without the sportsmen, we couldn't do what that's, we do. That's, that's true. for sure. Well, uh, that about wraps it up for today. Uh, don't forget August the 11th. Is your Sandhill Crane hand draw, and and August fourth is the duck draw, and up season September first. I yeah. think that covers about everything yeah, for the most part. But uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thank you guys for.
helping me uh, do the show today. You bet. No problem. And we will see y'all next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.